Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is going to be our secret, okay? We're going to figure it out what it means to be fulfilled. What it actually means to be happy. This is going to be a journey, but hey, we're only here once, right? Hey guys, this is Stuart, and welcome to the podcast. Okay, so we are trying this again for the 12th time. 12 times. And I can't do it. I keep on stopping and starting. I keep fluffing. I keep waffling. If I don't get it this time, guys, I'm probably going to give up after I try maybe another 50 times. I'm finding in my head, it's it's kind of this dialogue where I go, Stuart, we can't do it. Just choose a different topic. Stop talking. And then it's like, Stu, shut the F up. We can do it. We're going to talk about being alone versus being lonely. Yeah, I never want my demons to come out of my head because I don't know how I could interact with them. But anyway, guys, hey, how are we doing? Welcome back, friends. If you're new here, welcome, friends. Friends to enemies. I hope you're doing well as well. Friends to lovers to enemies. Oof, that was a trippy ride. Friends to lovers to enemies to lovers to friends to everything else in between. I hope your day is going well. Guys, we're back after a break. Today's topic, being alone versus being lonely. The difference between the pain of being isolated versus the glory of being isolated, if that makes sense. Well, we're going to try and get into it again. I have a bunch of notes peppered around me because every time I try and do this, I keep on racing down a little bit, being like, yeah, yeah, that'll be good. Yeah, let me set the scene as well. I am Asloff Dirk on the pier. It's raining out. The wind is choppy. You can't look over to the other side because the clouds are so thick. I am completely alone. And I couldn't feel more content in myself right now. 
I love this feeling. But why? Do you like feeling alone? Do you hate feeling alone? Does it cause you satisfaction or fear? And then what about feeling lonely? What is that? Why do we feel that? Feeling lonely is probably one of the most interesting evolutionary flaws to date. I know that sounds weird. Just, just hear me out. So we as humans, we as humanoids, homo sapiens, we have developed over nearly two million years, right? And yet somehow the concept of community, of clan, of tribe, of society is still there. We need connection. We want it. We crave it. Our bodies crave it because it's safety. If we're connected with other people, they'll keep us safe if we keep them safe. And if we're on the periphery of society or groups or we feel lonely, that's an alarm bell. That's an alarm bell going, you're not that safe anymore. You're not that safe. You need those connections. When I found that out, or when I, I guess, realized it, it was so simple. To be lonely is to feel an emotion. To be alone is to physically be in solitude. He who sits alone, sits alone, sleeps alone, subdues himself alone, will find the light in the forest, the Buddha. Some people will avoid solitude like the plague, you know, while others will thrive in it. But then, interestingly enough, loneliness is probably one of the biggest forms of misery along with mental illness and addiction. It's important that we should know how to spend time alone in a healthy way, and not seeing it as a punishment, but as an opportunity to grow as a person or look back into yourself, be insular. Think about way back when, uh, not even way back when, it was because it's only two years ago, back during the pandemic, when we were all kind of forced to be alone. Brakes, halted, er, stop. You're not allowed to be in society. There is no society now for the next while. Isolate yourself, get into a cocoon, get into your own little cluster, do not leave it. A lot of people were forced into solitude for so long. And as painful and as traumatizing and scary as that time was, a lot of people grew personally. They realized stuff about themselves they didn't know. Because we do get distracted in society on the day-to-day. We do get distracted to try and meet everyone's expectations, to be in groups, to do work, family, that we rarely take time to sit with ourselves and for lack of a better term say are we happy are we good the pandemic for everything that it was bad gave a lot of people that opportunity 
So how can someone keep the power of being isolated, of their isolation, of their solitude, and not feel lonely? Personally, I embrace the time alone, you know. When loneliness arises, your first thought might be to seek out others, to help fill that void. But sometimes maybe you need to turn your attention inwards, to yourself, to your own wants, your own needs, your own passions. Be creative with yourself. You can learn to form a deeper connection with you. This helps you transform that loneliness into a productive and far less frightening state. This is what I mean, guys, when I say, like, solitude. This is why when people... I get asked quite a lot, you know, why don't I like going out anymore? It's not so much a case I don't like going out. It's a case I just like my solitude. I like my time alone. I like sitting with myself, trying to figure, for lack of a better word, my shit out, because I have a lot of it. You need to prioritize yourself, you know, your well-being. Um, when you feel lonely, it could be easy to let things go and stop talking and take good care of yourself, both mentally and physically, because it can be both. But in order to remain positive, you know, you need to look after yourself, and that's so important. And simple, simple freaking things like maybe a little pamper session, a hot shower, a cup of tea, doing things for you to help, you know, your mood, your self-esteem, your confidence in being alone. Take time, at least every day, you know, to say I'm grateful. It's something that I started doing with the discord that I do for this podcast it's every day it's our challenge it's just say wow I'm lucky doesn't have to have any context just have to say I'm lucky increasing that optimism increasing your perception of your daily life and you know like maybe it could also like sway your perception on how you view things you need good sleep and that's coming from the horse's mouth from the guy who doesn't get any sleep. We need good sleep. Because, again, going back to the fact we're humans, we're biometric organisms, and if we're not functioning properly, then we're not going to, how would you say, be able to deal with stressors. If you want to be happy, learn to be alone without being lonely. Learn that being alone does not mean being unhappy. Michael Jefferson. Going back to physical, when I do feel isolated, one thing I do like to do is go to the gym, and that's personal. Not everyone has to do that. But while loneliness is not like a medical condition, it does affect your physical and your mental well-being. It's almost, oh my gosh, I know it, I know it. Hold on, it's on the tip of my tongue. It's like, um, hold on, check in my notes. It's as damaging for your health as nearly smoking 15 cigarettes a day. Ha! I don't know who I'm saying ha to for that. I think I'm just saying it to myself for actually finding that. That's a very, um, that's, that, that, that's a very scary fact. The fact, if you feel constantly lonely and you're not taking steps to try and prevent it, 
It is just as bad as smoking a freaking packet of cigarettes. The impact of loneliness on your physical health could be a shock, but think about the mental. I mean, loneliness and poor health are they're they're linked. Your mentality usually goes down the drain. I'm getting kind of bogged down talking about this. It it's just a it's 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 a massive beatdown on your self confidence and your self worth. A lot of the time, I feel like I'm talking to people, trying to hype them up with their self confidence and self worth, saying like, you know, you're worth so much more than you give yourself credit for. And why don't you give yourself credit for that? Because you don't feel like you deserve it from other people. Why don't you feel that? Because you don't feel like you have the right connections with people. Why do you think that? It's it's a it's a spiral. But if you can have like enough self-love, self-awareness, self-confidence in yourself, no one else is gonna matter. And that's the biggest thing to take away from loneliness. Is like we need connection. We need friends. We need family. But no one is going to be able to fill in that void except you. And that comes down from like a self-reassurance that you do accept yourself for who you are and that you love yourself. We are in complete waffle town at the lake today. I know it. I definitely know it. But we're going to keep going. So have you ever um have you ever felt like suddenly lonely like boom oh no I'm lonely it's very very short term bursts you know where you're just like oh I wish there was people here with me or I wish you know I was invited to go with people or I wish you know more people would talk to me like you could suddenly find yourself alone um to be more specific it could actually be up to a lifestyle change that's happened you know, you've moved, so you're no longer around, like, your fam, your friends. You could have broken up with someone, so no longer in those circles. It could just be, you know, your daily habits have changed, and now you've got, like, this time by yourself. Totally, totally freaking normal. I think trying to, <laughs> trying to get back a normal, and when I say normal for me, sleep schedule, it's ridiculous. I'm sick of going to bed at like 2 a.m. not knowing what I did for four hours and waking up at 7 being like, my day is wasted. Trying to get back into a normal sleep schedule, I have found that I have more hours by myself now than I did previously. And there are times, there are moments when they do feel quite lonely. I feel quite alone. Wishing that there was, you know, someone there. But majority of the time, I try and reflect in that solitude. And I try to utilize it, what, I guess, just what's best for me. Have you ever felt that? You've had those moments, your day has changed, you know, your routine has changed, and then all of a sudden, you have more time to yourself, and you don't know what to do with it, because you don't have people around you. How often do you show yourself affection, kindness, self-love you know taking time each day 
going back to it to say what you are grateful for. If you're grateful for yourself, first of all, and moments in your life, moments in your day, it makes the loneliness feel less and less each time because you're, you have more gratitude for you. First of all, I'd recommend that for everyone. Find more gratitude in yourself and you'll be a more powerful person. But that's a massive, massive like hack, especially if you're trying to develop your ability to be in solitude. Massive, massive hack. But what if you don't want to? What if you genuinely want to, you know, be around more people? If you want to make more connections? Here's the thing. We live in a world where, you know, so many of our friends are on Instagram and TikTok and Mesa. God, I was about to say Facebook. That's how old I am, people. And if you know that I'm old, don't talk to me. But somehow we have still lost, like, the human connection. Like, in your spare time, if you feel lonely, if you feel isolated, why not sign up for, like, an online class, a physical class, a fitness, um, go for coffee with someone. Ask people if, you know, like, they want to spend time together. In a world where we have so much technology, you can't beat human interaction to try and combat feeling lonely. You can't. Two people together, chatting, banting, group of people out, group of people that you have a connection with. That's the biggest thing to take away. Like, you can turn off this episode. Connection with people is what stops loneliness. Being in solitude is a powerful thing. That's all you really need to know. But, like, think of the prevalence of online shopping and, you know, like, self-checkouts in shops. Technology does not help the isolation factor or spontaneous chats or small talk we can have with people. Small interactions that make us feel good and seen and heard in our everyday lives. And this leads on to the next thing. Can you be comfortable in your own company? Because social media... You know the way they always say Instagram worthy, you know, like everyone is posed nice or it's a bunch of people and they're all smiling and happy. Social media has made us feel like we need this as our reality. But like for majority of us, myself, I can only speak for, you know, I only have like four or five like really close friends. That's all I need. That's all I want. But yet... For society standards, you know, if you don't have massive groups, if you're not part of the group, then it's it's not seen as good. You're seen as, oh, you must be quite the lonely person. If you start forging... Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Online connections with more people. That's a good idea. But it might be... St- 
simultaneously, you know, like limiting your online time when you try and get off. Because like if all your friendships are online and you want personal interaction, you're going to have to make the choice. But the way the world has gone, especially over the last few years, is that majority of your friends could be online, could be international, you know, areas away, different continents. If you can form the connection, then you're golden so long as you feel seen and heard and accepted. See how it's kind of like a double negative, you know, it's like online friendships aren't real, you need physical, but physical friendships could be real, but you could find more of your actual community online because there's so much more people on there, but it's, there is something for everyone is basically what I'm trying to say. No one should ever feel alone. No one should ever feel the loneliness of not being seen. Basically, being in a room and there's no lights on. No one deserves that. And there's so many freaking X, Y, and Z ways to combat it. Steps to take if you feel lonely. Text someone. Go do something physical. Sit in it. Ask yourself, why are you lonely? Meet up with a group of people. Meet up with a bunch of online people. Remember that you're not alone. And that's the biggest one. You are not alone. But now let's talk about being alone. I've said it before, and I will say it again, you don't need to feel bad for liking solitude, for liking to be alone, for liking to have your own space and your own time. There is nothing wrong with that. You can do so much for yourself in that time. It's great to be introspective. It's great to work like that. The horrible thing is in society, for some reason, if you like being alone, they feel that you don't like being around other people. And like 80% of the time, 90% of the time, that's not the case. You like your space. I found social media can make me both happy and very unhappy. And I need to consider why this might be. Maybe you do too. It's always important to feel, you know, like people are on your side wanting you to do well, and it's always important to be that person who hypes up people, hoping they're going to do well. Being the loudest person in the room, cheering for them, even if it's digital, you know? But there's really no point in having a hundred, a thousand friends if you don't talk to them. Reconsider the idea that even online, having true connections with only a few people might be better than having hundreds of people that like your posts. And this is coming from the guy who does social media. I've made some beautiful connections and I'm hopefully am a pain in the ass to a lot of people. It's trying to give that time and stay connected 
It's invaluable. It's helped me through so much. And then there's people physically who I've randomly met connected through classes, different events, and we've become good friends. You can find your tribe. You can find your people. You can find who makes you feel safe. But only if you volunteer your time to others. You need to be able to say, I will head and I will step outside of my comfort zone and I will try and make those new connections. I will try and make my connections for my people. I'm ready to find my unique tribe. Do you know that kind of way? Friendships are bored in a few moments. One of the moments is, oh, I really hate that person. Yeah, I hate them too. Are we besties now? But it's made, friendships are made in the moments where, you know, you and someone else will say something like, what, you too? I thought I was the only one. Oh my gosh, you like that? Wow, that looks really good on you. When we feel loneliness, sometimes we do need to make the first step to try reconnect, connect, find people. And that can be difficult, mentally draining, pulling yourself in that situation. No one likes to be rejected for a relationship, for a friendship, just for a connection, be it online, offline. That's the, that's the fear we have to take, inevitably. And it's never as bad as what we think. It's always the spotlight in our head. And those actual interactions, whether they be good or bad, you know, whether you do make a connection or you get rejected, fall flat on your face, which has happened to me more times than I'd like to admit, can also break the cycle of feeling lonely. You know, focusing, like, your own time, your own personal energy on your own loneliness has the potential to set off such a bad cycle of anxiety and depression and low self-esteem or worth. And what's worse for you is that that's you deciding that's who you are as a person that's your picture that you are giving yourself and we can't let that happen it's less likely that you would be productive or proactive straight after this it would take time you know but to combat your own sense of a social isolation is to get out or to do something with people and again be it online or physical do you see how I keep coming back to the fact that oh my gosh there's an otter in the water sorry distracted I looked out my window and I saw an otter literally just like poking his head up and it's the cutest thing ever I also don't want to go on swimming now anyway back to the topic we were on about lost my train of thought it's your self-isolation okay And a way to get away from this, away from your own loneliness, I guess, is what we should say, is that you could help others, you know, with their loneliness. Without even realizing it, just by taking that initial step, that could push you out the door a lot quicker or push you to make the first interaction with someone. You know, if you think that, you know, maybe this person wants to talk or maybe this person wants to hang as well. 
It could be a good driver. I know it has helped me insurmountable amount of times. Nurture existing relationships. One of the easiest ways to reduce the feeling of loneliness in yourself is to pr improve the connections that we already have with people. You know, boost your happiness. It, pay more attention to the relationships in your life that you do like and you want to cultivate and to work on or just to keep being there. Don't ever feel alone because like, there is always someone out there who loves you way more than you know and you are always the light in someone's life without even realizing it. You could walk into a room filled with people who you don't know and you could still brighten up someone's day. The worst thing I think we feel in society today, especially when we feel lonely, is that we've tried to fit in and we weren't accepted and we don't know why we weren't accepted. It's like this effort to fit in with everyone around us to be one, well, I guess in my case, one of the boys or, you know, like um, with the lads going back to school now with that one. Just trying to fit into society in a group, in a community. You tend to mimic the behaviors of others, pretend to be something you're not. Bit of a story time. I, I've already talked about, you know, like my, how would you say, my mimicking. When I was younger, I had such low self-esteem. I was very lonely. I was such a, such a loud kid. But anyway, because of my low self-esteem, I would basically do this thing where I would mask myself to be like other people. Could you imagine being a 12-year-old, 14-year-old boy who will look at people in the crowd, pinpoint, and be like, okay, I'm going to do what he does, I'm going to do what she does, I'm going to stand a little more like this, just to hopefully be accepted by groups. It's detrimental on your mental health when you are inauthentic about who you are as a person. That is the biggest takeaway. So, first of all, connection is everything to get away from loneliness. Isolation and solitude can be very powerful. You need to be you. You need to be authentically you because you will find your tribe, you will find your people, your clan, your family. You will find the people that don't make you feel lonely. You'll find the people who will allow you to be in your solitude. That you feel content to be in solitude. Because you know they will be there. Never hide yourself. Never hide your true interests, likes and passions. You know, because all of a sudden you could find yourself hanging out with a bunch of people who you actually have no interests in. And that's when loneliness in a group can feel so daunting. It can feel like a vast wasteland and you're there by yourself because you've created false connections with people just so they'll accept you. And now you're worried that if you show your true interest, you show the true authentic you, they're not going to like that. It's not so much being disingenuous with them. It's being disingenuous with yourself. Our people are out there, our friends, our people that we can have connections with. But only 
If we're truly us, can we find our true people? True friends are the ones who share and appreciate your quirks and stick around. And you really only need few. You don't need this massive, massive expectation that you need to have thousands of friends in your Facebook. It's quite a relieving feeling to know that if you can find at least one person who makes you feel seen, then you will feel happy. One thing I was definitely scared about talking with people about is how I was feeling, especially when I feel alone. I mean, when you're experiencing loneliness and anxiety and a low mood, depression, you know, telling someone how you feel can be a very daunting thing because you're afraid they're going to judge you. But usually, usually you feel like a weight's lifted. Being able to say, I feel alone. I feel lonely. I feel sad. I don't feel good. Talking with someone, that really helps. Because when you're in a sense of withdrawal, you often point the finger and you go, well, why can't people see that I'm alone and that I am lonely and that I'm sad? Why aren't they making the first move to help me? And here's the biggest slap in the face I've ever had. Nobody cares about your life more than you do. You might think certain things are obvious and people should, you know, read the room and just know when you need help or know that they should say a certain thing at a certain time, a certain way. We don't. We rarely do. And this is coming from the guy who you will literally be flirting with head first and I won't even realize. Generally, people who are caught up in their own experiences in their everyday life you know they won't see that you're struggling if you can open up and acknowledge that you will feel better that is one thing I assure you now that could be with family that could be with friends that could be with a professional that's something to definitely consider something I would highly consider and I'm an advocate for The way I like to look at it is when you're lonely, you want to lean on other people, or you'd like to. You'd like to know that they are there. When you're in solitude, you learn to lean on yourself. I mean, we all live one life. This is our journey. And you're free to choose your own path. You're free to choose your friends. You're free to choose how you spend the day, in what way, shape, or form in solitude, in groups. That's your choice. But just know that you never have to feel lonely. Because you are never alone. Even if you are in a room by yourself on a computer for like eight hours a day. That was me yesterday. (laughs) I think it's time that I go in first with. Guys, thank you for letting me waffle and ramble to my friends thank you for 
been on this journey with me. To everyone who's allowed me to connect into their lives, thank you. You've helped a lot. You've helped more than you know. You deserve happiness. And you deserve to feel seen. I'm going to end this episode here, guys. Have a good day. Guys, I thoroughly, thoroughly hope you liked this podcast. If you did, please give a thumbs up, like, comment, subscribe. Tell me what you'd like to hear next, what we can discuss next. Tell me who you'd like me to bring on for interview. Hear other people's stories, other people's truths and passions and purposes. But for now, I'm going to say a farewell, a good evening, good morning, good night, wherever you've listened to this, whenever you've listened to this. I hope your day is both well and the day you deserve. Let's chat soon, okay? Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.